0: Okay, we're learning the Kofi'od we're turning from the bottom of Kofi'od Aleph HaMod Be'ez. So the Mishnah says, it's a continuation of yesterday's mission. Yesterday's mission, we learned that a knot, in order to be high of, uh for tying or untying on Shabbos, it's only a knot that's permanent. So the Mishnah's examples, where uh, the camel driver's knot and the sailor's knot, they were put in the boat, and as we clarified yesterday, those are the knots that are permanently affixed to them, um, that are always tied around the nose of the, of the camel, and around the boat So the mission now says, "In contrast to Isha there are other knots, she ain't. There are other ones that um, you're not Khev like those. There are different ones. And what are these other ones? The mission gives examples. A woman can tie the opening of her, of, of her garment. So what's this example? It's like there were straps in the front. They would go over the corners of the garment and they would like, be like a crisscross. The right strap would go, over, would go over the left shoulder and vice versa. So this is the way she puts it on. So obviously, uh, the knot is made to be tied and unt- untied all the time. So since it's made to be tied and untied all the time, it's not a permanent knot. And the Mishnah says, a woman therefore is allowed to make such a knot on Shabbos. Or the strings that she has on her hat. Also such a thing. She ties the hat together that's so how it stays on her head. And if it's temporary, then it's okay. This is a, a it's like a wide belt that she wears also that she ties and also is made to tie and untie all the time. Rituas minnow a sandal, strass for a shoe or a sandal, that's also okay to tie and untie. If you know those leather containers of wine or oil, the openings would be would be tied and untied, again, that's made to untie and untie all the time, and therefore they can be done on Shabbos. There was a pot of meat, and there was like a cloth that Rashi says that they would tie over the top of the pot. Let's so say you're missing a pot lid. They would just tie something over the, 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 the lid of the pot, and that's okay to tie or untie on Shabbos, because again, that's completely uh, temporary. Blasmin Yaakov says, A person can tie a rope. In front of the in front of an animal so it doesn't go out so again the same thing you're, the animal comes in and you're, you're trying to block the, the entranceway so you tie a rope across. Going blocking the, the entrance, so that's a temporary one. The animal goes in and out whenever it's time for the animal to go out. Then you would untie, it. so that's considered a temporary knot. And those are all illustrations here of things that could be tied on Shabbos. So the Gemara analyzes. We have an inherent contradiction here. at first, you open off, you open and say, kekesha kekesha there are knots that you're not liable for, like unlike right, the camel's driver's knot and the sailor's knot. So you're not chayav. The implication for that is Maybe there's no liabilities. But there's still, a there's still a Rabbinic Iser To tie it that way But the very next line The Mishnah says In the examples The Mishnah gives examples Of things that you're just allowed to do She could tie the opening For the garment Which is saying That she's allowed to do it as permissible even, even ideally She could do it So what is the Halacha Our temporary knots potter, but usher, Or are they even mutter? That's the imstira, the implication, the inherent contradiction from one line of our Mishnah to the next. So the Gemara answers, this is what the Mishnah is saying. There are certain knots that you're not liable for, that aren't like the, the sailor's knots or traffic's knots. Well, you, what are those examples that are, are still oser but not liable? The examples would be, the Kadir's mama the knot that you tie, the nose ring through, is the knot that the leash is tied to the nose ring? So the knot that's tied to the nose ring, they would leave it there. Rashi says it could be for a week or two. Um, in other words, the camel moving moving around. You untie the other end of the leash from the post, so it's not like a tie down. But the the other end that would stay in the, by it, attached to the nose ring. So that that knot is not permanent, like. Forever, it's not it's not kavua there forever a time, but it's left there. But it is left there for a certain amount of time, for like a week or two. So that's a middle level. Or kitri the kitri of You have the same thing with the ship. Not the not the, the the ring that goes on on the ship itself, but the the rope, the the, the knot that you tie in the rope that connects to that not, that that you connect to the side of the boat. So you, when you dock it, you're going to tie it there. That's that's going to be temporary. But not every time do you undock it. The other end of the rope that you're tying that you're attaching to the ship's ring. Sometimes you might leave it there. You might leave it there. Attached for a week or two, so in those situations, those types of knots, there might not be any iser for such a knot, but there's still there's still an iser drabbanon. So that's the implication, of the opening line of the Mishnah that in order to be chayv, it has to be absolutely permanent. But if it's only going to be left there for like a week or two, then it's only a drabbanon type of us iser. And then the next line in the Mishnah continues, The other types of knots, which are mutter even in even the a they're okay. Mind you, what's that? She could she could she could tie the opening of her garment, because that's something that's not even made to last a day or two. That's the garment that she's gonna untie that day. That's something which is completely, completely transient, totally t- temporary, less than 24 hours. And we say that that's much mat- mm-hmm. even So the bottom line is that there are three categories of knots. The worst knot is the knot, the ring itself that's on, in the nose, the nose ring itself in the, of the camel, of the donkey or the camel, and the, um, and, and the knot itself that's attached to the boat. Those are always there. They're always going to stay there forever, totally permanent, making such a knot or untying such a knot is high. Then we have the things which are in the middle. They're semi-permanent, but not, you know, they're not going to be untied today, but they're not going to last there forever. Like the end of the rope that's tied to the camel's nose or the end of the rope that's tied to the boat. That's a type of knot which is semi-permanent, but not completely. So there it's also Midorah bottom, but there's no liability. And then you have a type, of, a type of knot that's literally made to untie that day, and was made to untie even that day, then it's totally permissible to make that on Travis, And that's examples that the Mishnah then go on to say, like the garment and the hat, so on and so forth. Continues, um, continues the Gemara... We said the opening of the garments The Gemara says It's obvious Meaning it's obvious That that's an example Of something that can be done Like the, what's following the Gemara Is that just tell me the rule That any knot That's made to undo that day Is mudr. What's, what, what's the novelty Of these examples Like the opening of the garment Of course who, Of course if, if you tie the garment Everyone takes up their garments At the end of the day so, 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 so clearly It's a type of knot That's going to be made To undo that day Why would the Mishnah Bother with this illustration Of the garments The Gemara says What's the case The Isla Tredaj has two openings There are two straps Right There's one going over each other you might have said one of them you're going to leave permanently meaning to take the garment off you don't have to undo both straps so one of the straps you might leave there for longer than a day we don't know which one and therefore maybe it's also to tie the knot the mission therefore tells us then no tying such a knot is still mutter we don't we don't assume that one of them is going to be there for more than a day um, and therefore it, it is okay we're not concerned with that possibility the the strings of a hat. So the Gemara says again, It's obvious. Obviously, you're going to take off your hat at the end of the day. If you take off your knot at the end of the day. The hat at the end of the day, you're going to have to untie it. So, so clearly, that's an illustration of something that's mutter. Why, why do we have to speak it out like such a novelty that the string of a hat? So the says, The hat is a loose one. So, you might have said, who said she's going to undo the knot? She might just slip the, the hat off the head without untying the knot. So, so in that situation, So, therefore, the knot wouldn't be considered permanent. It would be. It would be might be considered more of a permanent one. It should at least be ulcer. A woman is very care- careful with her hair. She doesn't want to r- rip it off. Misha Shirely. Therefore, she would untie the hat before taking it off her head. So, therefore, we're not concerned for the possibility that she might really leave the knot on for more than 24 hours. We say no. Even on a loose hat, she's for sure going to untie the knot at the end of the day, and that's why it is much to do on Shabbos. The Mishnah says, the straps of a shoe, sandal, is something that's totally temporary, and therefore, you're allowed to make them on Shabbos, says Umar We learned. It was said, hit or two is of a Someone who unties the straps of a shoe or sandal. Tani chadav one brayzer says chayv b'chatos. One brayzer says it's totally also taking malacha, and if we chayv b'chatos, if it was done b'shogeg. Tani idach and other brayzer says pata l'avos. You're not chayv on the right level, but it's also min the rabbona. Tani idach a third brayzer says muter lachatrilah. It's muter to do even lachatrilah. So we have a three way contradiction. About sukashim in a middle kashra sandal and sandal. The brayzer's rulings about shoes are contradictory, and the rulings about the sandals are contradictory. We have to understand how can it be that we have such. Different rulings on prices regarding uh, the, sh- the, 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 shan- the sandals and shoes. So the Gemara says, Mindel, Mindel, There's no kasha about the shoes. Hadik, a price. It says that there's a, a dar but there's rafi. He's talking about the shoemaker. The shoemaker is actually making the shoe. So there's a strap that goes into the hole, and you tie it there, and it's to prevent it ever from coming out. So it's never, ever, that's a totally permanent knot. You're never, ever, ever, ever supposed to take that one out. That's just the very makeup of the shoe. So that one is an isodarais, patole with the middle brides, which says is just but ossur to make the knot, but That's talking about knots that the rabbis make. So with the rabbis, they couldn't be, but they didn't want to be bothered with tying or untying their shoes all the time, right? Because the rabbis were very busy studying Torah. So they always would tie their shoes very loosely. And they, 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 they didn't care if it would slip off, slip off their feet. Right? The rabbis were just sitting around in the base medrash most of the time. So they would tie their shoes very loose. And therefore, they weren't untying the knots all the time. They would just kind of slip out of their shoes. So the knots that the rabbis were making, those shoes, would sometimes last like a week or so. you know. And then it wasn't necessarily made to tie or untie all the time. So if are there, that's a the type of knot that's awesome, it's Rabbanon, but there's no liability. And the briser that said that it's motzor, l'chathchila, motzor l'chathchila, l'chathchila. It's talking about people meaning people... The fine schmeckers who want to look really good with their shoes, so they tie super tight knots. Those are, those are the, uh, those are the 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 ones that are, that are that are because those are the ones that are made to tie and untie on the same day. Okay, that's for the shoes. Sandals, no There's no contradiction about the sandals. says tie the That's talking about the knots of the the Arab merchants, the ones that they would tie. So they, again, they were like professional kind of shoemakers and they, it was totally permanent types of ones on the sandals. Those were the real, you know, the Arab guys knew how to make it the best. So that's, it's a permanent one. The It's talking about a regular person who's just making it themselves, like a regular um, the, the straps were connected by the person themselves. You'd make it at home. It wasn't professional. So because, you know, they didn't last so well. So they were made to be tied or untied, whatever, a week something like that. They would, they would made to be they would made to come undone. So it wasn't Done professionally. So therefore, making that on Shabbos would only be Al Sur But the l the bright side says the sandal, making the, sandals. the sandal the but sandal be sandal that two people share, meaning two different people use it because they have two different size feet, so the knot of the sandal has to always be constantly untied for to be adjusted for the next person wearing it. So therefore it's totally a temporary one and it can be worn on Shabbos and think Mark gives us an example of such a thing with the sandal. Look at the Rebi like Review, like sandal of the a the Sandal, Review the brother of Salah. Uh, the of the khasid. Had a pair of sandals, something um, enough for you. Sometimes he went out with it, something enough for me, because sometimes a, chick, a kid would go out with it. Also, come to buy one Shabbos came before I buy. I'm a said to I buy, but I have the mitzvah. What's the on such a case? Could I untie the, untie the knot so that his son, right, to re-adjust them for his son? So Amla said, chayav Khatas. If you untie the knot, your are khatas. I'm a lay, Rav said to him, hashapataf also kashvely. I didn't have it signed, your are chayav I wanted to know if it was also medrabanan, meaning it was possible to me. There's no chayav chatos because not totally permanent. I only want to know if it's also medrabanan and or if it's muter. You're telling me your are chayav and so my time, Abai said to him, What's the reason? Why do you find it so difficult? So Amalai Revida said to him, Because of a whole nami. And every weekday also is in the because sometimes I go out with it, sometimes the kid goes out with it. So by definition, the knot is totally temporary. So if my son needs the sandals now, I untie and I tie for him. That's totally, that's totally a temporary kind of knot. So Amalia Abai said, nah, now I understand what you're saying. If so, Yah totally mutter, l'chathchil. In other words, it sounds like Abai was just unaware of the circumstances of what Revida was talking about. He didn't realize that they were untying it each day. So therefore, he was he, he, he was saying that it was a problem. But the reality was that they were tying it on, tying it and adjusting it each day is totally fine. It says the Gemara, Rev. Yumi also Batsavai the Rav Abba Karmel. was once behind Rav walking in a Karmel. You're You're not allowed to carry midravon in there. If two the strap the sandal broke, so the sandal the sandal was <laughs> like falling off. So I'm later. Rav said to Ravu, What am I supposed to be able to do with it? Right? You can't wear it. It was like seems to be wrong you can 't carry it and there so what am I going to do so i 'm edge, go get me lach the take a, a, a reed that 's a little bit moist that an animal could eat, so therefore it 's not There's the reeds that are fit for animal food are muks So use it to like like place it around the sandal like instead of a strap so you 'll be able to walk with it, so you won 't be carrying it you 'll be walking with it temporarily until you can get to a private place a very smart aidaw so otherwise you can't carry it and you can 't wear it. So what 's going to do so he 's taking a non muksa item and, and kind of temporarily making. Some small little fix to it in order that to get it home. Says the Gemara, another story. Abai was standing in a in a, in a private clutter. This is not a karmel. He's standing in a private courtyard in front of Ravios. And Rabbi's sandal broke. So Amalei said to Raviosi, "My what should I do?" Amalei, Shavki, it's totally muksa. It's totally muksa. So it wasn't an issue of caring, but it was considered like a broken cleat, it was considered muksa. So the Qumar asked, revido, why is the story different than Rebhimiya? But over there, Abba Va was maturing to move the sandal, right? He was talking about the, uh, with moving the the, with the reed and fixing it, this and that. And, and we don't consider a broken sandal to be muksa. So so if, if it would be muksa then, then to put the reed around it and wear it wouldn't, wouldn't help. It's a muksa issue, so, because it would be a broken fleece. How come over here, we're saying a broken sandal is a muksa item? In the previous story, we weren't viewing it like a muxa item. So like Mar says, this is the difference. Hassam, Lomintah, Bairab, was in a caram it wasn't in a guarded place. <laughs> So therefore, he was mad to him. He was matar him because or else it was it was going to be dangerous. But Aha Here in Abaye's case, it was in a courtyard, so it was in a guarded place. It was a, it was a safe and place. So therefore, he was he was and he said, "It's muksa. You're not allowed to move it." it sounds like the simple reading of the Gemara is that we're makal for muksa, you know to save to save something. So so really, a broken clea is muksa, and it's not really a viable solution to fix it because right now it's muksa. You're not allowed to move it. But, 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 but if it's going to be in a place where otherwise you're going to have to leave it here and we will get lost, it was in the street, then we're Mako. That's what the simple understanding, the simple reading of the Gemara seems to, seems to suggest that mukso is okay uh, in a place of loss. Okay. Says the Gemara. Different question. We're assuming that really fundamentally a broken sandal is moksa. It's still usable as a kli. If you want, you could change it from the right foot to the left foot. So why did he say you can't move it? It still is possible to be used. Why is a broken clean mukzah? Because it loses all, all, all like shimas. You can't do anything with it. But the way, again, the it used to work with the sandal, you used to have two, two leather strap holders, right? Like the, the flaps that they would connect. One was on the outside and one was on the inside. So, so, so if so... Oh, so what happens, a, you could, you, if something rips, you could fix both of them. But practically, this is important to understand the Gemara. Practically, people only fix the one that's broken on the inside, not the one on the outside. And the reason is because everyone can notice if it's fixed. So it looks, it looks weird to do the outside one because people will notice more. So if it breaks out on the outside, so, so if, if, if it breaks off on the outside it would become moksa. It makes sense. But if it breaks on the inside, it wouldn't be moksa. So in our case, it broke off on the outside. So if Yosef was saying that it's moksa, Rabbi is asking that if you just make it the other foot, right? if you're gonna move it to the left foot, then the outside is the inside and the, ins- and the inside is the outside, right? It's being the- worn on the wrong foot. So therefore, it's still possible to fix it and it won't be noticeable. The only way it's noticeable is if you're fixing the outside one. But if I make the left one I make- and now it's the inside one, then it wouldn't be a problem to, uh, to It wouldn't, it wouldn't be so, so bad to fix it. People wouldn't notice. So why are we saying it's muksa Why don't we just flip it and make it a, into a left foot of his handle and then it won't be a problem. And so I'm late. He said, <laughs> Must be that Rabbi Yochanan, uh, held like Rabbi Yehuda and this is this is we're going to introduce something new that there's a big question about whether it's a Clee whether this far is right like you have a right shoe and it breaks in a way that as a right shoe It's not going to be usable anymore Do you say that since it could theoretically be you, be worn on the left foot and you flip around the straps and wear it on the left foot? It's still a clear or not. That's really my look the Rabbanon And Rabbi Yochanan said something to explain the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda We're gonna see which means that maybe the halacha follows Rabbi Yehuda, meaning that we don't say a svarah The Gemara is going to introduce us that we don't say a svar, are, that a right shoe can just be turned into a left foot shoe and therefore it's still a cleat. And we say no, if it's made to be a right foot shoe, then as soon as it's not usable anymore as a right foot shoe, now it's to the way it is and it doesn't make a difference uh, that you could turn it into left foot shoe. And the Gemara is now going to show us what, what this Rebbe Hude is. But at any rate, going back to what we're saying, now it makes sense. It's muksa when it breaks, it's a right foot shoe. Ah, you could you could fix it and turn the inside to the outside and fix it on the inside and where it as a left foot shoe. But 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 they, we don't say that's so far. It's made it to a right foot shoe, so it's not a right foot shoe and it's muksa. what is this Rebbe Yehuda and Rebbe Yosef talking about? Titania says in a price, both of the ears were broken off, both of the flaps that come out of the. The flaps are the part that you, you hold on to when you put on the shoe. So if they broke out ocean to use, or both of the strap holders broke, ocean's all capsule. Or the sole soul came out tar. tar. Meaning if it was broke, if it was tame, it loses the tumma once it's no longer a clea. So it's not a clea like this in this situation. These damages that happen to it, it's no longer usable. You don't repair it, and therefore, uh, it's not considered, uh, it's not considered to be to be a clean, and it would lose the tumma. Rabbi Domaruta says. So, okay, but before we have the the Tanakama is saying it has to be that both of the strap holders are coming out. But if only one would be, then evidently it's still tame; it would still be fixable. Rebbe says, no, it depends. If the inner one broke off, the sandal is still tame because that's still very easily fixable. People will notice. If it's the outer strap holder that broke off, Tahar, then it's Tar, because people don't fix it because it's noticeable. So that's the Machlokas. Machlokas, Rabbi Yudah, and Rabbanon. Um, is, 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 is is whether or not if only one strap broke, the the the, the outer stroke the outer the outer strap, whether it's Tameh Rabbi Re, Yehuda says if the outer one if the outer one broke, then it's tahar. And the Rabbanan are saying it's Tameh Why are the Rabbanan saying it's Tameh Even though they agree, people don't fix the outer one, but because you could turn it into a left foot shoe and it would be the inner one, and you would fix it. Rabbi Yehuda doesn't hold it that far, so therefore he's saying if the outer one broke, it's tahar. If I'm him, I'm him, I'm now Rabbi Yochanan clarified something. Okay, so the machlokas is whether or not we say this far that you could turn a right foot shoe into a left foot shoe and wear it that way. If the outer one broke, so so no one's going to repair it as the outer one to wear it on the right foot. But would I turn turn it into a left foot one where the outer one would become the inner one and I'd fix it and people wouldn't notice? Rabbanon say yes, and therefore it's still tame. And you just says no, and therefore it's tar. Now Rabbi Yochanan pipes up and he says, "K'machlokas in toma." The same way that they argue about losing toma kachlokas and shabbos, they would disagree on shabbos. Meaning, the question is whether it would still be a kli according to Rabbanan, It would still be a kli if only one if the out if only one outer, strap, broke, it would still be a chalitza, not Muxa. According to Rabido, it would be Khalitza, But it's not regarding the area of chalitza, right? By chalitza, we know that if you don't want to do even, we take off the shoe. So something he's saying, Something the, someone would think there's a machlugas here about chalitza and Rabbi Yochanan is saying not. So, now we have to understand what he means. When we learn this, we try to understand, Rabbi Yochanan, what, what is he coming to say? Maybe he's coming to clarify the opinion of the rabbanan. he's saying like this. But you know, since the sandals, considered if the only one sandal was strap broke, the outer one is still considered a cle for Tuman, and it still has the tumma so in regard to the laws of Shabbos, it's also a kli. it's not moksha the khalita but it wouldn't be true for khalita so meaning the manu it's not a kli. If you would do Khalita with it, it wouldn't be considered it wouldn't be considered a kli. Why? Because like, it's not the most amazing sandal. Maybe the idea would be is that even though technically it's still usable and, 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 and fixable and still a cleave, but since it's not like the most amazing shoe, maybe that's, we require a higher level of a shoe for chalitza. Maybe that's the meaning of our Yochanan, but that can't be. Batanan. it says in the Mishnah, if someone takes off the left foot, uh, the left sandal from the right foot, the chalitza is kosher. Even if it's the wrong shoe, it doesn't fit well. It's not. It's the left shoe on the right foot. You should take it off. It's kosher. So we see it's not such a problem. It doesn't have to be the best shoe. So if the abundant consider the left sandal, the outer straps, it can be considered a usable, a usable cleave because it could be switched to the right foot. So by Halitza as well, the fact that the sandal we be worn on the right foot should be considered a kosher, a kosher sandal. Halitza should be good. We don't need to require such a high level of a shoe. So that doesn't make sense. So there's no reason why the Rabbanon should be agreeing by Halitza that it's not good. Rather, we have to say Rabiulchanu was going on Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda holds that switching it, switching feet is not considered viable. And it's not. If it loses the outer strap, it's not considered a shoe. It's not Talmé not. Not anymore. So first of all, in regards to Shabbos, also it's not a clue, it would be Muxa. Not for Chalitza, meaning Rabbi Yehuda would be saying that in regards to Chalitza, when the strap breaks off on the outside, um, he agrees that for Chalitza it's good, because you could take off the left sandal you could take the left sandal with the, with, with the, with the outer strap and wear it on the, and transfer it to the right foot and wear it on the inside and it would be, it would be fine. And then by Khalifa, we would agree. Uh, Rabbi Yudar would be saying it would be okay. Why? We know if I take the left, the left shoe off the right foot, that's good. That's only true because the sandal is a good, is good, is good for itself. Meaning, it is a good functioning shoe. So, if it is a good functioning shoe, you have a left shoe that's good. If you have to take it off the right foot, you could say that's still okay. You're taking off a good shoe from the right from the right foot. That makes sense. But here for it, what it's made for, it's not good according to Rabbi Yudah. Remember, Rabbi Yudah holds that we only look at the one it's made for. So if the outer strap of the left, of the left shoe would break, we're not going to say it could be a clee, I'm going to fix it to the right. So if Rabbi Yudah doesn't hold to that, we're considered to it's not considered a clee. So even if you transfer to the right foot, we shouldn't be considered to taking off a shoe. So we don't see a reason why Rebbe Yudah should agree. Rabbi Yochanan is saying somebody agrees by Khalita. He can't mean that according to Rabbi Yudah, if you had the left... Uh, the left shoe with the with the strap break and then it was transferred to the right, it would be good because if it's not considered to be a shoe. So if you take it off the right, the right shoe, you didn't take off a shoe, it shouldn't be working. So then Mark explains, really, you're right. Really is going contrary <in Hebrew> to we switch, we amend what he said. Emo, what he really meant to say was It's the same for Khalitza, meaning just like the holds that the sandal and the outer straight breaks off. It's not Tummy anymore. And it's not a clean in the laws of Shabbos. so too. It's not considered a sandal for the laws of Chalitza. When do we say that taking off the left, the left shoe from the right foot is kosher for Chalitza? That's only true if it's considered a clee for its own right. In other words, it's, it's a good left shoe. It happens to be you're taking off the right foot, then it's kosher. But In our case, the, with the left sandal. That the the outer shoot, the outer the outer holder thing broke off, then the Moselavmana, it's not considered a cleat for its own function at all. So therefore, it's not considered taking off a shoe, and therefore the chalitza is not good. So it comes out that Rabbi Yochanan was explaining, clarifying, according to Review, the Rabbi was saying that it's not a shoe, in both on, on all areas across the board, it's not considered a shoe in regard to the laws of Tuma. It loses the Tuma. It's not considered a shoe in regard to the laws of. Uh, Shabbos, and it's also not considered a kli in regard to a uh, shoe uh, in regards to the laws of chalitza, and therefore, if it broke, if you take it off the the, the the brother-in-law's the brother-in-law's foot, it would not be considered a valid chalitza at all. And even though the halacha is that if you take off the left sandal from the right foot, that's good, that cause it, that's because it's a good left sandal. But here, whereas the left sandal is no good, if you take it off, it's not considered a kli just because you take it off the right foot. It would not work. Okay, so now everything good. Now, when this broke on we the, the story with Abai and Rabbi if we were going like Rabbi Yosef, so switching it was not a viable option. And if it's not a viable option, so when it breaks, it's totally Muxah. It says the Gemara comes out, the Rabbi Yosef, almost like Rabbi Yosef. What does Rabbi Yosef always say? this. Kestam does Halacha always like the Stam Mishnah. Tanan, we know the Stam Mishnah says, Sandal Shizachas may also be Sandal, if one of the years was broken off and you fixed it, what's the halacha? Tami Medrash. It can still contract the Medrash, meaning that, 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 Let's say it's off a sandal before the ear broke off. He didn't wear it again afterwards, right? And now and now once it, one of the ears broke off, did it lose the Thomas mattress? And we're saying it doesn't, right? So why? It doesn't lose it. Must be because because it's still it's still Tom, it's still a Klee. So my lava so it does make a difference in the inner one or the outer one. So Rabbi Udall, he distinguishes, right? He says that if it's the outer one that breaks, then it's then it's not considered to be a sandal anymore. And so we see that the Stam Mishnah holds like the Rabbanan. So if the Stal Mishnah holds like the Rabbanon, now, and, how, and Rabbi Yochanan always says Allah is like the Stam Mishnah, how could Rabbi Yochanan hold like Rabbi Huda? So the Mu' answer is Lo, Panimis Dafka. The Mishnah's only talking about where the inner ear broke off. The Mishnah therefore holds like Rabbi Huda. So the Muran says, what would be if it was the outer strap that broke off? Then the sandal would be tar. If so, Aditani, the next part of the Mishnah says, Niskashni Batiknaf, the second ear broke off after the first one was repaired, and he repaired that one. So it's a very interesting case. First one broke. You you repaired it, then the other strap broke and you repaired that one. What's the din? Tarman Madris is tar from Thomas Medris. It loses the old Toma. I will tell me Magamedris. It's as Maga Medris. So just to understand what that din is, it's a very hard din. The Mars can't analyze it, right? What happened? You have a shoe that is of war. So it's Tommy Madras. Okay, one strap broke. Is it is it still a shoe? Yeah, it's still a shoe. I have Tomas Medris. You fix it, great. Then the other strap breaks. Now it's only another one. What's the alaka? Now we say it loses the Toma Madras. Why? It, it only broke after after the first one was already repaired. So it seems that the concept that Gamar is going to explain is that you don't repair something so much. Once the first one broke, if the second one were to break, that's it. It's considered to be a new clee. To repair it, to need a second repair is like too much. It's considered a new It's going to lose the tumma, the old tuma, the Medrash that it has, but it still is going to have the, the level of toma something that touched a Medrash because it touched, some, it's not worse than something that touched something that was Thomas Medrash. The, the, the shoe was toma Tumah, Tumah, Now we view it like it's like a new, now we view it like it's like a new, a new, um, a new, a new shoe once you repair it twice. Fine, it's viewed as a new shoe. So it doesn't have the same Tumav and the Tumas Medrash that it had when the zav wore it. But it's like it touched itself, it touched itself, and therefore it has the of something that touched Medrash. Okay, and the Gemara is going to analyze this. So I'm just foreshadowing what the Gemara is going to talk about. But at any rate, the Bryce was talking about a case where the second one broke off as well, and there would say it loses the Tumas Medrash, the mission sort of differentiated within itself closer to the first case, and said, so it's only true that it still has Tumas Medrash if the inner ear broke off, because then it's still used on the but if the outer ear broke off, it would be ta'har. So from the fact that it didn't do it, it sounds like the Mishnah holds like the Rabbanan. And it's saying it doesn't make a difference whichever one ear broke off, it would always be Tahar. It would always it would always still be Tameh. It sounds like the opinion of the Rabbanan. Again, this time Mishnah was like the Rabbanan. So now the Kasha comes back. Rabbi Yochanan always holds Allah like it's not Mishnah. So how could Rabbi Yochanan hold like the opinion of Rabbi Huda? So the Gemara answers. Uh I'm if the our mission talks about the sandal over here with Thomas Major Sandra Arba's name. say that the sandal was talking about it had four different ears and four different trap holders, two on each side. So so when the mission was talking about one of them and the other one it was talking about and, and, and we're talking about all on the outer. And the Mishnah is saying, if one breaks off, it's still Tomei Medrash because it has the other remaining outer one. But if they broke both off, then it's tar because of the Tomei and we're going like Rebi Then if it's all about the outside one. In Pashas we thought it only has two straps referring to the outside one or, in, or the inside one. Now we're saying it's actually four. Two on each side. And we're talking about one broken out the other. It was all talking about the outer ones. We're all going like Rebi Yudah. But in Achanami, if the straps of the outer one break, it's totally tar like Rebi Yehuda as Rebi Yochanan. So now we don't have a style mission that goes like the Rabbanah. Now the Gemara tells us how do we rule? Like That is <laughs> sandal with this damage to the outer straps. Is totally not a kli. We don't care that you could transfer it to the other shoe. Rabbi, Rabbi Yochanan says, "In Allah, Rabbi is not like, it's like the Rabbanon, that if the outer strap is damaged, it's still considered a kli." Says the Gemara, "Amir Rabbi Yochanan Hachi. What's going on here? We have Rabbi Yochanan saying that Allah's is like not like Rabbi Yudha, but earlier we just said Rabbi Yochanan, like Rabbi Yudha. We just had the whole thing that Rabbi, that Rabbi Yochanan was explaining more according to Rabbi Yudha, that in regard to the law of chalitza, right, it was not considered a shoe either. And if he's explaining Rabbi Yudha must be pasmas like Rabbi and Now we have another member in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that we're reporting that Allah's is not like Rabbi it's about a dispute between two different what Rabbi Yochanan said. One people said that Rabbi Yochanan held like the Rabbana, like we're just reporting. And the other thing, like we were talking about before, held that Rabbi Yochanan felt Allah was like Rabbi Yudah. Okay. Now the Gemara examines something, a shy love, which we'll get to from great, greater clarity from the halacha we just learned. Tananos, and we learned in a cream on them all shirim for wooden, like um, household utensils in the house, lose tumma if there's a hole the size of a pomegranate. Meaning, if, if you had a clue that was tomah, when, what, what and it gets a hole, how large does the hole have to be for it to lose the tumma? The hole has to be the size to, that a pomegranate would slip through. Um, otherwise, otherwise it's still a kli. It still has a use. It still has a, a, a use like that. Okay. So if it got the whole size of a pomegranate, what well, do you do? You chuck it. But if it's less than that, if it got a whole less than size of a pomegranate, you'll still use it to hold large items. So Let's say it got the size of an olive, smaller, and a, an olive would slip out. But instead of throwing it out, you sealed it, you sealed it up. size Then it got another size another hole the size of an olive next to it, and you sealed it. So there's no point until eventually, if you look at the seals, the seals are the size of a pomegranate. So had you not sealed it up, there would be a hole the size of pomegranate, but you had sealed it up each one, each olive size hole and it's time so now you don't hole. so what's the halacha does the old tumma that was there leave or not so again you had to clean that was tummy it gets this it gets a, a it gets a hole the size of his eyes is it tar absolutely not it's still tummy you still use it now you seal it and you get another hole you seal it eventually there are seals here the size of a pomegranate is it tar hard now does it lose the old tumma or not so why why would you say that it was so we're going to see we're trying to understand what what why the gemar would say it bottom line is there's no hole you sealed it so the Gemara explains. Rabbi you taught us the following Mishnah, and this is the Mishnah we looked at. That we looked at. Sand. You had the sandal, right? That is of war. Was tummy measures. But then what happened? One of the ears broke off, and you fixed it. Tommy measures. Still Tommy measures. But then after you fixed it, the second ear broke and you fixed it again. measures. It no longer has the Tomei measures. Avotamei maga measures. But it still has the maga of the measures. It has a lower degree of Toma, not measures itself. It's not an avatoma. It is a tuma of maga measures of so something that touch measures. When we ask you, when we learn this Mishnah, how do we make sense of this? Why is it different when the first ear broke? Why is it still Tomei measures? Because the other one is still there. So it's still usable from the other one. So So when the second ear breaks, the sandal should also be t- because the first year was already repaired. Alright, what's going on? Who cares if the second one breaks? If at the time that it breaks, the first year had already been repaired. If Allah, so you explained to us about it, it's a panam khadosh's. It's like a new face. Meaning to say what? That they're not considered, it's not the original sandal. Once two fixings had to take place on it, it's a new clee, it's not the same kli. So you could endure it. 100 percent it could endure. But it's panam kadosh's, it's a new face. So the Zav stepped on the old shoe. If I repair it once, it's still that shoe. It's not a new shoe, it's still that shoe. But once you repair it twice, the other you have to repair the other strap as well. So that new double repair shoe is a new shoe. So the old shoe is gone. And that's why it's not Tame Madras. And it's only viewed as something that touched something that was Tame Madras. Al Khanami, so too with the case of this clean. It's a new kli, Meaning, if it got a hole and you sealed it up, another hole, you sealed it up another hole and you sealed it up, and it'll eventually have the size of a pomegranate hole. It's a new kli. All those patches, all those seals make it a new thing. So if it's a new new thing then it doesn't have the tumor that it once had. So even though now it doesn't have a hole and now it's usable. But just all the seals that you made, all the patches that you put in, make it viewed as a new clea. It's not the same thing. It's a pan khadash, there's a new face. And since there's a new face, it's not the same old glee, it loses the old tumor. What a fascinating khadish. Without this, we would say it's all totally in the usability. It's all depends about how big the size of the hole is. But we're saying now that that's not the case, since it has all the patchwork in it, all the seals, it's viewed as a new clean, and therefore it has, it doesn't have the tuma. Kari Allah, we said about uh, uh, about Rabbi Yochanan, less din varnish. This is not a regular person. Chizkiya was so impressed with what Chizkiya said. He says this is not a regular person. This person Rashi says he's like an angel. He said this is what great person. So two different, you know, kirasals about what exactly he was saying. Now, we just were describing the greatness of Rabbi Yolchanan, so the Gemara says other things that we say. If the earlier generations were considered sons of angels, they were only sons of men. If the earlier generations were sons of men, we were only like donkeys. We don't mean holy donkeys. There are stories of uh, great, great miracles that happened to those donkeys in Shaz. We just means we're plain old donkeys. So, he's talking you know, people used to be really, really great, as we were just seeing here in the story with Rabbi Yochanan. Okay, the mission then told us other knots that you're allowed to make totally temporary knots. The knots that you make on a jug of wine. So, Pshita, obviously, that's a knot that's totally temporary. Why is that a novelty of an illustration of a knot that's temporary? The case is there are two, the, is two different flaps that can be tied. You might say, since you only have to undo one to get out the to get out wine, maybe one of them is going to be permanent. You're going to pour it out of the other opening. It's got like two openings so you can get wine out without undoing both. So I would say that tying the knot should be also because one of them is going to last. We're not concerned for that and probably you're going to undo both before you would take out wine. We said the knot for the pot of the meat, right? The lid is considered temporary. It's obvious that that's called temporary. There's a spout as well. Since there's a spout, then the the knot's going to be tied permanently because maybe someone's going to just take out what's in the pot by the spout, so they're not going to untie the the knot. We're not concerned for that. They're probably just going to untie the knot, and therefore it's viewed as a totally temporary knot. Then we had one more thing with Blazman Yaku remember kosherin, that you tie the rope in front of the animal so it doesn't go out. You're trying to block the opening to tie a rope across. So Mars says pizza, of course that's a temporary one. The animal's always going in and out. So clearly that's a temporary knot, so you should be allowed to tie it my answer is tati, sir. it has two different ropes one on top of the other in other words you're going across the opening and you have one two different ropes so you could get the animal out technically by slipping it under one of them so you might have said batula. maybe one of them is permanent you're only going to untie one if you want to get the animal out you're not going to untie both you're only untie one so one of them is permanent and therefore it should be also we're not concerned for such a thing probably if you want to get the animal out you'll untie both and therefore they're totally temporary knots we pass him like him the tying a knot across the opening uh, of the act for the animal to block the animal in is okay. If you the that if you say that Allah implies there is a is really a machlokas, he was just adding another example. It wasn't a dispute. So he said to him what difference does it make if there isn't either way the Allah like it, whether it's a dispute or not, that's the Allah. So who cares if Rabbi Yaakov was if was am I wrong for saying that Allah is like him implying there's a dispute? Either way, that's the law. hey what you're telling me to just like learn traditions like it's a song that like you don't have to really think about it's very important to understand what we're learning. If there was a machlickist, then I need to know there's a machlickist. If there was not a machlickist, I need to know there's not a machlickist. That's why I was particular. He said the halakh is like, well, it's manyakos. So I was midactic that there's a machlickist when I thought there was not. I thought that was an important statement. That's why I objected to that.